Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris, back with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. I want to thank everyone who's come through. We I have noticed a bump in our listening. It is greatly appreciated. We are on very consistent terms. We are probably going to be missing a week later this month. I will be stuck in L.A. doing some work. So we might miss a week in the end of the month. But, hey, we're being consistent as possible. Um, we're going to jump right into it. Tim, legitimately, I saw Tim this, this morning about 11 a.m., 11.30. And uh, he's like, oh, we don't have much for the agenda. And lo and behold, um, they basically announced, like, 30 or 40 things. Then Disney investment call is over. Disney investment call ended and we got all this stuff. So we have so much to get into. But first, we are going to start with some stuff that did kind of um, uh, already kind of come out. Um, So Gina Carano is suing Disney over Mandalorian firing with Elon Musk funding the lawsuit. Now, um, it is what it is. Um, I actually, even even though I don't think she deserved to get fired for what she said... I do support Disney in the firing because they are a private company and they can fire you for any reason. If they don't agree with what you said and they feel like what you said is going to damage their brand, then they can let you go. That's simple as that. There, you know, whether you agree with what you said or you didn't, Disney did what they wanted to do. The other problem is she was not under contract. Her contract was expired and they even stated when they quote unquote fired her, they wouldn't be renewing her contract going forward. And that that means they wouldn't be doing the new show. They wanted to do a spinoff with her. Um, she is super right, right leaning. Um, I don't think she's as right as like a lot of these Trumpers are now, but what she did say could be seen by people that are left leaning as inappropriate. And I'm, Hey, it's fine. But consequences have actions. You know, this isn't a freedom of speech thing. It's a, you're employed by a private company, and it is what it is, you know? Right. Well, and then on that, I mean, you do something, I mean, you have those, what, handful of hot topics, you know? Right. Um, Politics, church, you know, religion type deal um, on that. And, you know, like you said, you know, you get... Is it freedom of speech? You know, what adds up for debate, even if you think it is or it's not. Um, Then you got wrongful termination because of this, that, or the other, you know. So it's up to the interpretation of, well, my guess now it's going to be either the mediator. And if that doesn't work out, then I guess the courts um, on that. So um, I just threw it in there because haven't really heard that much of it and now it kind of i guess not necessarily resurfaced because i think it was kind of always there but now getting a little bit more traction because now elon musk is funding the lawsuit so you know yeah yeah i think he's he's obviously he's a big um i will give him credit he's free he is a free speech just free speech person Yep. And, the reason why I bought Twitter for how much just to make it free speech. I mean, if you got and, that much disposable income, hey. <laughs> and, you know. and he, he did release that people, they were editing um, against everyone. Anything said by the right side was being suppressed regardless of what it was. And so 
I figured this would be coming. I don't think that Elon Musk will be funding it because Gina Carano has been acting and she's been making a living. And there are enough people on the right that will support her that, you know, are going to make it worth her while, basically. But um, right. we'll see how far it goes. I don't think it's going to go far at all, because here's the other problem is she doesn't know what the Mandalorian plans were. There could have been no more plans for her in the Mandalorian. And they just decided not to renew her contract. So let's see what it says with the contract stuff and whether or not she actually did it. Because we don't know. She Maybe she did have a contract still, and Disney said that she didn't. I don't know. Yeah, um, it could, like I said, it could be a he said, she said. And you know what's going to happen is they're going to settle out of court and everything's going to be private because they don't want anything to come out. And it's going to be whether she gets paid or not or um you know something different other than than payment terms whatever it is and you know nobody's gonna know about it except for disney and her right so right exactly so um next over 100 classic disney films removed from disney plus in europe um i'm having trouble lately because the most reliable source for disney plus stuff is the disney plus uk what's on Disney plus, but it's based out of the UK. So when they post stuff, it is accurate, but it's for the UK people. Um, I have a feeling that, um, I don't know. I feel like sometimes they do remove stuff just because they're like, Hey, it is. I mean, how many years did we have to see buy these now before they go back into the Disney fault for how who knows how long. And they would, what, you could only buy the Disney videos once every, like, what, 10 years, really? Yeah. So, you know, I had a lot of them. I remember we had Pocahontas. Um, I think we had the Aristocats. We had a couple of them that we bought, and they came with those cool clamshell, the fancy boxes and everything. Yep. And I feel like because of having everything on demand, it does limit, you know, what you can put out there because whatever is out there, everyone can get. But also people don't realize it does require bandwidth and money to host a lot of this stuff. So if they see that people aren't watching certain stuff, cause they could say it's a classic and it's a Mickey, a Mickey mouse cartoon from the early days and it's no one's watching it. So why are you keeping it on there? So, um, I don't know the full list cause I saw that it was Europe and I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I just, I just scrolled through the list. A lot of them. So, it's 120 titles um, removed from Disney Plus in Europe, the Middle East, and Africa. A uh, list of the series and movies taken now primarily consists of Disney Channel original movies and older live-action Disney films, with some Nat Geo and ESPN content um, has also been removed. <laughs> but just scrolling through this, it's nothing um, like... <sighs> Yes, they are classic movies, but it's not like classy, classic Disney animation movies. Like, no, and um, <clears throat> like Seven Dwarves, or I mean, right. uh, uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, or anything like that, Cinderella, nothing like that. I mean, it's, you know, Darby O'Gill and the Little People, Catholics versus Convicts, which is a 30 for 30 on ESPN, um, kind of older stuff. Which you got to, uh, we do have to remind people that um, Disney Plus in Europe. Uh, Saudi Arabia and Africa, um, they are tied to their stars. They've converted, they've merged them. So they do get um, basically our version of Hulu is built into that Disney Plus subscription over there. 
So they do have other random stuff. But I did find out, I'm listening to a podcast with Will Friedle, who played um, Eric on uh, Boy Meets World. Um, he has a podcast with one of the girls from the Cheetah Girls, and they watch Disney original movies and go over it because he was in My Date with the President's Daughter, and obviously she was in Cheetah Girls. And he goes, it's almost impossible to find a majority of them because a lot of them, they didn't license the the, the music is not licensed for streaming. So you would have to change a bunch of stuff. So like my date with the president's daughter, they made a song just for the intro, but it was just to show it on Disney channel. It's not made for streaming. So a lot of the stuff they can't put on streaming. So I bet you anything legal has them go through too and be like, look, we can't have these ones on here because it's costing us an arm and leg just to put this on, on our network. Right, exactly. So it's kind of a little bit of a clickbaity title, but I mean, they are older Disney classic films, but not animated or anything like that. Right. And I guess they have a, they had a name for them too before they become like, because they were, they, they, classic live action, I believe also includes when they would have the wide world of Disney and they would have a family, the movie night where they would do a movie. It's the same thing. So they probably have a handful of them that are even old like Mary Poppins era that are probably involved in the same kind of thing. Right. Um, next date. This one is weird. So they announced that we're getting a new Jurassic world and they called it Jurassic world three, I think at first. And then they're like, Chris Pratt probably won't reprise his role for this. And then now we find out it's going to be a complete reboot. Um, and it's going to, be for July 2nd, 2025. It's crazy. They're rebooting it again. And it's weird because it's like, are they running out of ideas for stuff now? I mean, what's going on? Like, like people don't know. So I maybe the Jurassic World, the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World I, uh, IP is similar to Spider-Man, where if you don't make a Spider-Man within so many years, you have to reboot it. It's actually in the contract for Sony and Marvel is they have to reboot it, and if they don't reboot it by a certain time, then they actually have to give the rights back to Marvel. So maybe that's what they're doing with Jurassic Park, but it does seem like they're they're trying to capitalize on this whole reboot thing that everyone's doing. That's just it's insane. Like they're just constantly going through, and I don't know. It feels it feels kind of dirty. Like it's like. They just came out with the last Jurassic World and Right. And it seemed like on was the last one, the one where they had the um Laura Dern and what's her names come back? Or was that two? Oh, so that two was the third ago? one. No, that was um I believe they came back um So they've been in two of the new movies. Laura Dern and um only one, I believe. Okay. I believe I they think... were they were just in the world um, world Dominion. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And they came back for that with Sam Neill, with yeah. uh, Samuel and Jeff Goldblum. And Jeff Goldblum. Um, so it seemed like on that one that they were, hey, not necessarily that it was dying because I think you know I like Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard on that, but then when they brought them back, it's like okay, trying to get that 
um, you know, older generation to get back into it just to go and see it for Goldblum, Lorder, and Sam Neill. Where now it's like, okay, it's starting to get not necessarily out of hand, but I mean, you could always keep it keep it going with some loose end at the very very end of the movie. I mean, they, they they have it listed as Jurassic World 4 on IMDb, but that's just a placeholder. Um, but, I mean, it's crazy because it literally just... It, the other one just, just came out two years ago. Yeah. So, I mean... And the funny thing is, is on the IMDb page, it says... <laughs> Uh, we'll mark the start of a new era, so that means there's going to be at least probably two more movies after this one, at least one more, and will not include, um, you know, Chris, or say Chris and Bryce, I'm assuming um, Chris Pratt and Bryce Ellis Howard, Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, and Sam, and uh, Sam Neill. I'm like, okay, so you have nobody from the old one, so we'll see who they get and how how well it does. We'll see. You know, fingers crossed it doesn't ruin it because, I mean, they have a good thing going. I don't know why they need to do it, but I understand you want to make money. Right, exactly. Um, Maybe The I mean, Rock will be in it. He's been in, like, everything. Yeah, I don't know about that, man. Uh, I feel like um, he, uh, I don't know, he he has some people not happy with him right now. So nah, I just said it because for a while there, he was in like three movies a year. So that's true. Um, he's but. back into WWE right now and people are not happy because they're claiming that he's stealing Cody Rhodes uh, thunder because every other time a youngster has come in, the reigning champion or old person like John Cena has come through and held the guys, held his hand up and said, this is your guy. And, the Rock shook his hand and took his spot at Royal Rumble, um, or uh, WrestleMania. I think it was. I can't remember which. One. I think it was WrestleMania. But um, on to more stuff. This one, so the Mandalorian, Mandalorian and Grogu movie sets uh, production start date, um, and then they have been talking about how they might do concurrent, con- concurrently do that and season four stuff. Uh, which wouldn't be too crazy because, I mean, if you have them there, you might as well do everything at once. Right. So um, that's not too much. This one, though, Tim didn't know the stuff that I knew when we told me about it, and so he was all excited. But Moana 2, a movie, was a surprise announcement, and it's releasing in theaters on November 27th, 2024. And everyone's like, oh, my God, yay, oh, yeah. Shows are already on the sand, picking up a seashell. What they don't tell you is, is that they were developing a Moana TV series for Disney Plus, and that basically they're scrapping it for this movie. So what that tells me is, is that they didn't have enough content to make a series, or they didn't like it so much, you know what I mean? Yeah. That they said, hey, we're going to do a movie instead. So... Um, my son adored Moana when he was little and all he wanted to do, he, that was like one of his first words he learned was Moana. He wanted to watch Moana. So I am going to probably try and take him to the theater for his first theater experience to watch Moana too. See how that goes. Um, but, uh, fingers crossed it does good. Um, right. 
Along with that, I will say, um, I told Tim I would just mention them. They're not concrete, um, even though there well, are if dates. you want to, underneath um, the, the Taylor Swift one, you could lump it into those ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right there. Okay, yes. So, um, we will get into a lot. Of, there's a lot of stuff that got announced today that, while it is announced, um, I'm not going to put any gravitas behind it until we get an actual date, because things change all the time. So Yeah, we, yeah, we got a year. Yeah. Um, more than that for some of them. Uh, so the one I am excited about is, uh, Beverly Hills cop will premiere July 3rd on Netflix. Um, the trailer does have all the, a bunch of the familiar faces. Um, uh, what's the one, his name is Leslie's name's Pincho. I loved him from, I grew up, my mom loved perfect strangers and, um, he was in, that let's see perfect name like bronson or something like that bronson pincho i think that's how you say his name yeah bronson pincho yeah and um he was in it and he's it like it's just i don't know man i it's so amazing i was so excited and i'm just like this is this is so awesome i go you know it it looks like it's going to be fun like we all remember so fingers crossed yeah and it has a lot of the cast from before Judge Reinhold, Paul Reiser, like I said, Bronson Pinchot. And I can't uh, remember um, who was the other guy um, that was the other cop. I didn't even know he was still alive, and he's actually not even that old. Yeah, and they don't. Oh, they got John. A- yeah, John Aston because he's Taggart. Rosewood and yes. Taggart, right? Yes. Yeah, John Ashton. Yep. Or yeah, Rosewood and Tigert. Yep. And then it's got um And he's not even that old. I mean, he was born in forty eight. So I mean Yeah. And then it's got um Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt and Kevin Bacon in it as well. Uh yes, and uh Kevin Bacon plays like a IA guy or something like that. He's internal affairs, I think. Yeah. Captain Grant is his Name. I'm excited. So, yeah, no, I'm excited, cool. especially since they got back of the the core characters in it as well. That's always good to see because you never know if they're going to, you know, you do that, and because <clears throat> especially if it's, I mean, I mean, a lot of times you can have somebody come back and it just doesn't feel right. So let's just hope it feels right on this one, right? And and hopefully it's. If they're in the movie for a decent amount of time and not just, you know, in the beginning or or somewhere in the middle that they stumble across them type deal. And OK, hey, they were in the movie for like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next. We move on to this one. I mean, it's not really a shocker to me. Um, Stranger Things five season five won't air until twenty twenty five. Which is not really shocking to me because they just got back together, I think, January. And there is a lot of work they do on CGI and things of that nature. So um, I don't see anything. Yeah, it's not shocking. Well, and the thing, because when was the last season? What year was that? 2022 uh air two parts may and july of 22 yep yep so then 
Man, so it's going to be almost... They were supposed to go into production before the strike happened. Yeah, but I mean, still, even with that, that's like three years normally. It's like every, what, two years or something like that. Yeah, it would have been, they would have released it this year if it hadn't been for the strike. So, you know. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, they had it, they had it slated for, uh, I think, May of this year, originally. Okay, well, how long was the strike for, though? Uh, I want to say like four months. May, June, July, August, September. So you can still do it at the end of this year. No, but they, but the people had other projects they had to go to. That was the problem was that their project was supposed to start had a hard start date. And then if they had any other projects, they had to go to the next project and then come back to Stranger Things. So that was the big problem is a lot of people had stuff that went in. Because I think the strike ended in October. Yeah. So something like that. And so that was the problem was a strike in October. Guys had people stuff going on in November, December. You know, you film for a month and then bam, you so it sucks. It does, but it makes sense. Um Right. Well, and it's the last one too. So well, and the other sucky part of their like they were saying was they're like, How are we gonna explain the kids' ages? Because a lot of them are, you know, you know, the younger kids are are getting really older aged yeah yeah exactly you know what the funny thing is <laughs> that stranger thing is produced by monkey massacre productions that's a heck of a name of a production company a lot of them are starting to have to make up production names because there's nothing left right because i think the or, most fam- the most famous one is bad robot bad robots the most famous i think for me on television is bad robot for that i love it right or you get sued for using something else like dude there's nothing else like you said there's nothing else Uh uh-huh um this one is interesting so um we had echo that came out um last month i loved the show quite honestly even though a lot of people didn't like it i loved it but um a lot of people complained saying like oh you know daredevil is filming it's called daredevil born again and they're like i can't believe you guys are not having um the Foggy Nelson back and the other chick that you're not bringing them back to it. You know, she was so good on the show. Um, and you know, you're saying that there, you guys are starting over, blah, 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 blah. Well, then you hear, they say, Oh, we're not starting over the Netflix. Netflix is here's the weird part. Iron fist is not included in the iron fist and Luke cage are not included in the Canon talk. Only thing included in the canon talk for Netflix is Daredevil, The Punisher, and Jessica Jones. I have no idea why the other two haven't been mentioned yet, but they haven't been mentioned, so those are not canon. But after they make that announcement, then all of a sudden there's a rumor that Deborah Ann Wool and Eldon Henson are on set as their characters, and where everyone's like, what the heck? And then they were seen. And it was like, okay, I guess they are on it. So, um... Yeah, uh, I don't know what's going on. I have no idea. It's crazy to me because they were so set on them not being in it, and now they are. And now the biggest complaint people have is that um, uh, they basically hate the outfit because he has a new outfit in uh, Daredevil. So I, I don't know, man. I don't. It doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. Right. 
Yeah. Um, next one. This one's crazy because um, Disney Plus has not been known to renew stuff very quickly, but Percy Jackson and the Olympians has been renewed for season two at Disney Plus. It actually just concluded, I think, two weeks ago. It was a weekly release on Disney Plus. People have said it's fantastic. I have. I want to watch it, but I just got so much stuff going on and so many other shows to watch. I'm not adding it to my list until I can binge through it. But excited for that. Um, my wife is excited because the Taylor Swift's Eras Tour, Tara's, Taylor's version, is going to stream exclusively on Disney Plus beginning next month. So March 15th, you will be able to start watching Taylor's version. Um, Woohoo. Yeah. Um, and Disney has confirmed an upcoming slate of movie releases, including Pixar's Elio and Avatar Films. James Cameron has said that there, he has seven and six and seven written and ready to go, but that he probably will not direct them, which I'm probably assuming because he'll probably be dead before they come out. Right. Um, and then they also, so I mean, everyone is excited about the three that I showed Tim. And if they're saying we get Zootopia 2 in 2025, Toy Story 5 in 2026, and Frozen 3 in 2026. Um, the reason why I say, you know, we're not going to go too deep is because things change all the time. And how many times have we heard about a show or a movie? Case in point, the Moana thing. That was supposed to be a TV show, and now it's going to be a movie. You know, they were talking about they wanted to do a, um, uh, what was it? Well, a, and you still have the live action on that one as well. Yeah, and they wanted to do a um, TV show Zootopia, too. So, right. <clears throat> there's so much stuff that changes. So, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not, uh, I'm not going to hold my breath, but I do know that things do change. So. Um, yeah. Right. I mean, it's one of those things until you see it at like D23 when they have it up on the screen, like how they have the Marvel timeline and when everything's coming up. Yep. You know, they do the same thing with Pixar and Disney animation um, as well. So, at, I mean, at least you know where they fit in at. Now we know the year. So it's like, OK, what? <laughs> because they obviously have other projects going on um, as well. But those were the uh, the big ones. So. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next. With that, they also announced that a new is it, this one is weird. This is actually weird. So. I'm going to bring up the other one because it kind of ties into it. So they announced uh, yesterday that Disney, Warner Brothers and Fox are teaming up for a new sports streaming app. Tim and I think this is a great idea. We talked about it. It's it's brilliant because I stopped my Hulu because we were barely watching it. But if I had an app where I could catch baseball games and also catch ESPN stuff and like a mixture of everything, and there was you know an all the cart kind of option, I would love that. You know, get local stuff. I can watch my sports highlights, do all that kind of stuff. So everyone then was like kind of freaking out and they're like, but what about the ESPN plus what's going on with that? So then literally today they come out after the earnings call and announced that, you know, there is a new ESPN streaming service that is going to be available within Disney plus similar to how Hulu is, um, which I haven't gotten that option on my app yet, which I think is weird. 
because I have the Hulu app and I have the ES, the Disney Plus app that they don't connect. I don't know. Um, I know they're slowly rolling it out, but that's the belief is the ESPN is going to go to that and that they're basically not. Uh, the, it's going to replace ESPN Plus, and um, the rumor is that it's going to be much more. Um, how would you? What would you say? It's going to be much more a la carte, I think. Because while a lot of people do love like Peyton's Place and things like that, some people just want sports. They just want the basketball games. They just want the baseball games. They want, you know, they want to have ESPN so they can watch Sunday Night Baseball. They want to get the boxing, whatever, the, the 30 for 30s only. I don't know. Right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be weird because it says it's going to be a stand, standalone ESPN, like you said, be available for Disney Plus bundle subscribers. And it's going to be fall of 2025, is I think, when they said that it's going to roll out the, the ESPN streaming service. But then with, like you said, Disney, Warner Brothers and Fox teaming up. So obviously ESPN is part of Disney. So is for this ESPN streaming service. Like you said, what's that going to be? Are you going to hold stuff back from the the everyone teaming up? So then that way you have to get the ESPN one along with the three other ones teaming up. Or like you said, is the ESPN one just going to be those one offs? Like you said, Peyton's Peyton's plays 30 for 30 and anything that is sports, live sports is going to be on that disney warner brothers fox one um i i i don't know but then with that that isn't that kind of what espn plus is yeah you know it's, it's, it's more those those series with a little bit of live sports in it and you get the articles because I hate when it pops up. Oh, this is a great article. I want to read it. And at the bottom it says ESPN well, Plus. Yeah. Oh, can't can't read it on it. So it'll be my, interesting. To my see thinking how is they... I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a la carte. I think it's gonna be like how technically on some services now. So I don't know if you have it by you, but by us we have NBC Sports Bay Area, is what's basically right. called. Yeah. So but you could do it through certain providers. You can get, I just want this one. Because they have, I think, three of them. Yeah. And one of them covers the A's. One of them covers the Giants. Giants. And yeah. then one of them covers, I think it's like generic. Like they don't air games or anything. They just talk Yeah, it's just like just general Bay Area. Right. Yeah. And you could actually do it, I think, on some of them where you only pick, hey, I only want this one. Because people got to realize, too. If I'm paying for ESPN Plus and I get a blackout game or whatever because it's aired in my area, whatever kind of garbage they do, which I know they're probably going to do, that's where yep. you're going to run into problems. Yeah, exactly. If, I, if I'm paying for it, there's going to be cameras there. It's not going to be blacked out everywhere. I should get every single game if I'm paying yep. for it. If it's free or on local cable, then okay, I could see that. But if I'm paying for it, then it shouldn't be blacked out. Nope. <laughs> no matter what. I mean, it's just that's why people get, you know, Red Zone or um, was it the MLB has one as well where you can watch every game everywhere. So yep. it's like, okay, if you're going to start doing that, then it's like, yeah, no. So it'll be curious to see how that ESPN one differentiates himself from the three of them 
teaming up because it was very generic the announcement saying that it's just going to be esp standalone well and it was almost like um it made me feel like they were panicking or maybe they started getting people to they were canceling you know their services because they were like i'm not going to pay for espn plus when they're going to have a better option that's got espn fox and warner brothers which people don't realize warner brothers um or warner media um uh, is it Warner Media? Warner Brothers, they own. Do, who do Warner Brothers own sports wise? They own something. What do you mean sports wise? Warner Brothers has with the app for sports. Like they have something. I'm trying to remember what it is. Yeah, when I Google it, of course it brings up. Oh, HBO. So they got the boxing and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, it'll be... It'll be interesting. Yeah, so on this one... Yeah, it says... Get to be named optional will include games from NFL, MLB, NHL, and NBA via channels including all the SPNs, SECs, ACC, ABC, Fox... And then obviously with the Fox, you have FS1 to BTN, TNT, TBS, True TV, and yes, and that's a big. And if you're a if you're a March Madness person, that's huge because they air across everything. So, hmm. that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. Well, I mean, we're gonna see what happens. Okay, so it says Disney already offers ESPN Plus as an alternative to cable. The service makes live games available streaming, but it doesn't provide access to action as it airs on ESPN networks. For that reason, ESPN Plus has been complimented to the cable channels, but Disney has yet uh, yet said how its services will exist after fall of next year. Okay, how th- Does that make sense to you? The service makes live games available for streaming, but it doesn't provide access to action as it airs on ESPN networks. Right. Oh, so it's saying you can watch live games, but you can't watch whatever's on ESPN. Correct. On cable. No, 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 no. Wait, read it again. The service makes live games available for streaming, but it doesn't provide access to action as it airs on ESPN networks. So I guess if it's airing on ESPN network, it's blacked out on ESPN plus. So I bet you anything is something along the lines of, is there any kind of breaking news or something like that? It probably, uh, that doesn't make any sense then. That doesn't make any sense, right? Whatever. (laughs) Because you think with ESPN plus it's extra, you have to pay for it. So, and it streams, like I said, the service makes live games available for streaming. Okay, so I could stream live games. But it doesn't provide access to action as it airs on ESPN networks. So maybe you could watch ESPN Plus is just for live streaming games, but you want to watch SportsCenter, you got to watch it on ESPN and not ESPN Plus. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have ESPN Plus, so there you go. Wow. But, so I'm like, it's crazy. I asked, and it basically says, Oh, wow. No, you cannot watch. If there's a live game airing on ESPN, 
and it's not slated to air on ESPN Plus, you don't get it. So what? So what was on ESPN? Was it Monday Night Football? Yeah. Or Sunday night, whichever one. So you couldn't. No. Nope. So if that was, excuse me, on ESPN, you couldn't watch it on ESPN Plus? Nope. nope. But if you were subscribed to ESPN Plus, you got ESPN, right? Through the app. So basically, what they're selling like right now is so it says on this week, you get Stanford versus Hawaii in NCAA men's volleyball. You oh, get you La Liga news. In Spanish, you get the first round of the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open. Okay, and, so it's probably oh, an exclusive. Oh, no, 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 no. This is crazy. You only get it Oh, main feed. Yeah. And then they have a featured holes, group. number four. And yeah. then they have the uh, Spieth Marquee group. And then the Fowley, Fowler and Lowry group. And then... Women's so, basketball, so, women's basketball. So women's that's weird. So that one's more featured groups where I think like Peacock, some of them you could watch extra on golf. You get it like an hour or two hours early, but it's just on Peacock. And then it um, would come live. But it doesn't, I don't, it, it doesn't make any sense because what's the point of getting ESPN plus then? I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. So I have a schedule right here, and oh, so they have multiple channels. I didn't realize they had multiple channels. So it has <laughs> like a, eleven a.m. They have eleven a.m. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things going on, and there's. One, two, three, four, five women's basketball games. So and it's then, just, it's, yeah, it's just straight up. Um, it's just, dude, it's random. They literally have softball, um, because it's almost soccer, like, what surfing. Else, uh, who else does that? Like sports streaming. Oh, um, wow. So like at the Waste Management Phoenix Open, featured hole number 16 for the first round. The Scheffler group, uh, Thomas featured group, uh, featured yeah, hole number seventeen, yeah, yeah. like the zone and whatnot. They have a pre-show for MMA. They got softball, softball, soccer. Like it legitimately has like a bunch of stuff going on at once. So they make it. It makes it sound like you get a lot of content. Right. Um, they got <laughs> hockey on there too. Yeah, so it's like a Fubo or DAZN or whatnot like that back in the day where it didn't really have this. And the funny thing is, is an ESPN Plus subscription does not give you access to stream ESPN, ESPN's traditional TV networks or content on them. To stream those networks, you need a television subscription through yep. a cattle, cable, satellite, or ESPN provider. So this is, um, yes, you can get it all a cart. But if you get it, it doesn't include ESPN, which is in the name. Yeah. So it's it would just just be for if you want to stream stream sports. Huh. Interesting. Well, I mean, there you go. 
But the craziest one is, is Friday at 9 a.m. They have Kabaddi, Bengal Warriors versus Gujarat Giants. And one of them is in Hindi. Huh. I don't even know what that is. You get stuff like worldwide on that. I'm assuming channel WWW. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's, um, it says U.S. patent. I don't know. It's it's confusing to me because I think you have to have ESPN Plus. It says stream live shows plus original content. Yeah, that'd be like the Peyton's place and all of that. So I'm looking at it right now and it's got like G League and then volleyball. <clears throat> Oh, it says live now. In Espanol, LA City del Caribe, NBA G League, NCAA men's basketball. I mean, they. I'm. I'm looking at it now. They got a lot of basketball. Well, so, I mean, if, if you're a basketball person, you'd love this. Yeah, and it's the season right now, so there's a lot going on. Like I'm sure here in. The next couple of weeks, you're going to start seeing a lot of college baseball going because that'll kick off the season. They even got an NCAA men's hockey game. Oh, yeah. NCAA soccer, ESPN FC Daily. Cricket. Um, the Pat McAfee show. Oh, yeah, he's on ESPN. So it is on there. So, I mean, maybe maybe what they mean by the the one thing is is it, it could air potentially on both, but not necessarily. Right. Or is the Pac McAfee show, can you watch it live? Or is it one of those things, once it's over with, then it comes to ESPN, like you can watch a replay of it two hours after it's done, but you can't watch it live? Maybe. I don't know, man. It's confusing. We went on that diatribe on that because it is, it is interesting because Disney is... Maybe they see that people don't like ESPN Plus because ESPN Plus is the one that I always laugh at because I think there for a while you got it free when you bundled Disney Plus and Hulu. Like they were just like, take it. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. You know, you got like a 60 day or whatnot. And the funny thing is, is I'm on the ESPN Plus website right now. And at the top, they already have an ESPN bet drop down. Oh, yeah. And people are very upset with that because ESPN bet has different lines than every other sports book. So if you look at them, they have the Niners getting two and a half points and uh, everybody else has them at one and a half. At one and a half, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is not huh. big, but like someone said, they go, if it was two and a half and three and a half, that would yeah. make a big difference because three points is a deciding factor. One and yeah. two points is not often. Well, and the other thing is that two and a half, you could buy a half a point and make it three. Or at one and a half, you got to buy a point and a half. So yeah. it's more advantageous to go with the two and a half, buy that half a point, and you got three right there. Yep. So you're safe if a field goal wins it or anything like that. I mean, you buy you buy that half a point because if you're tied at the end, they kick a field goal to win it. Well, instead of losing by a half, now the half a point pays off. Exactly. So, but yeah. that's huh, that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now we're going to go into, um, this one was weird. 
so there's a uh i think it's a it's a movie and it's called sasquatch sunset and it's a bizarre tale about a family of sasquatch and an emotional masterpiece of experimental cinema and fart jokes it looks weird yeah that's gonna it's gonna be a uh it was at some um it was at some film festivals where people saw it. They gave it a 10. Everyone was like, this is amazing. And I was like, so it's, okay. Yeah. Stars Jesse Eisenberg. Well, I mean, so he's pretty good. So, right. It captures daily life of the Sasquatch with the level of detail and rigor that is simply unforgettable. Reset trivia received many walkouts during its world premiere at the Sundance Festival. <laughs> okay. Well, congratulations on that one. It doesn't. So it's only an hour and a half. So it's a short movie. That's good. So, oh, hey, there it is. April nineteenth. So a couple months. Okay. Um, Marvel Studios has announced um, Infinity Saga concert experience at Hollywood Bowl. Those are always fun. They do usually like an orchestra or something that plays along with the music in the movie, and it's like a mixture of a live and also not live uh type of thing so that is kind of cool um oh and breaking disney will launch a full streaming version of espn in 2025 yeah that's what it says between now and 2025 right but they're saying that it's gonna basically have espn oh this is the other one That's, that's what, okay. I'm that's wrong. what they're saying between now and 2025. Yeah, but this isn't the this isn't the this this is not the one that's going to be on the Disney Plus app though. That's two separate things. Yes. So they're yes. creating a new version of ESPN Plus, and then they're doing that. So okay, I saw someone just shared it, and I was like, oh man. Um. But yeah, so they're going to do the thing of the Hollywood Bowl. It's going to be fun. Um, I do like w- watching the stuff when they do that because, um. It just seems like really fun and it's very laid back. Like it's not, um, it's, it's a weird thing to see because it looks really relaxed. You know what I mean? Yep. And with it being at the Hollywood bowl, sometimes you get some special guests that come out as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, next we have a crew member has died on the set of a Marvel TV series, wonder man. Um, his name was Juan Carlos Osorio, and apparently he fell from a catwalk at Radford Studios. Um, and apparently his widow is a um, a boom operator. So, jeez, um, oh, hopefully she didn't see it. Um, they have given him. Uh, they started a GoFundMe, and um, he was a rigger, is what he was. Um, oh, jeez, they, they seven hours ago. Raised one hundred twenty thousand. It's at one hundred fifty now. Oh, nice, good. Yeah. So, um, he was only forty-one. So that is uh, uh, sad to see, especially because they had so much safety, safety protocols that you don't think that could happen, and then it does. It's it's pretty horrible. Um, right. Uh, R.I.P. to him. Um, Disney is using Professor Ludwig von Drake to show how to vote ahead of April shareholders meeting. Advises viewers 
not to vote for Tryon and Blackwell's uh, nominees, which we already knew about them not wanting to vote for them. But I think it's funny that they're using Professor Von Drake because he's one of my favorite right. Disney characters. Um, we want to congratulate John Williams on winning his 26th uh, Grammy at age 91, which is always awesome to see. And that was for um, Indiana Jones. And so what? Now I think he needs four more. Four more. No. Yep. Yeah, because I think Walt had 29. I don't think he had 30. I believe so it was 20. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he needs, um, yeah, a couple more. Almost there. But then um, the funny thing is, is he's like retiring too. So. Yep. Well, he said maybe, maybe not. Right. Yeah. Um, the Walt Disney Company earned $23.55 billion in revenue in quarter one of 2024. Um, that's big, um, especially considering the next thingy, which that they, they dropped in subscribers, $1.3 in quarter one. And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that um, all the founder packages were up. So, um, I know I was contemplating canceling it um, because it was eighty bucks, and I paid one hundred and forty for the first three years. Right. So it's a big difference. Um, uh, any company that says, "Oh, we'll save you this much if you pay for it all up front," I don't like that. You know, you're saving me twelve dollars. Whoop de do. You know, I just like paying it up front because I can forget about it for a year and it's fantastic. So right, well, um, yeah, I mean you forget about it and it was a good deal, and now it's you know, when it was when it's over, they it and they knew that it was over for everyone. So it's not like, oh, if you sign up at this time, it it goes another three year, you know. If they signed up a year later and it's three right. years, it goes a year past you. They know at this date, all of those founder ones are done. And then we got them. Did you, did you get the founder package? No, I did not. Okay. I know Connor from Concon Scantina wasn't happy because I got that. I got that swag box. They sent me for being a, right. a founding member and he never got one. He was the founder too. And um, they have announced that they're going to start. They said they're going to start on the password crackdown they basically all new subscribers when they sign up, it, it was an effect already. If you are a current subscriber, the password sharing and stuff like that was supposed to go into effect. I think March 14th or 15th. Um, and now it said it won't affect users until 2025. So um, here's the thing. Yeah. But weren't they doing it in like Europe or something already? Yes. Yes. They were already doing it in uh, like most of the other markets, or but I think yeah. I think part of that had to do with the fact that I know that they were trying to trying to adjust in the India market because they said that they they people don't know so almost all content that we see is made for us, it's made for Americans, and so what they try and do in other countries where they have the stars package, which is their version of Hulu, is they try to buy programs in those countries that appeal to that local area and they don't have anything there. So I know they were trying to crack down on the password sharing there because, 
you know, you don't, you barely have any subscribers to begin with. And I know they were pulling out of some of those countries because they're like, we don't have right. anything for you. So, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe they're gonna change some things. I don't know. All I know is, is that, um, I'll see what happens in 2025. No, I don't share actually any of my stuff anymore just because I had changed all my passwords when I got hacked last year and I just forgot and everyone's like, whatever, I don't need your stuff. You know, um, I don't need to watch thousand pound sisters. So, you know, Hey, uh, right. Well, at least you have another year until they start cracking down. Yep. Another year. So we'll see. Um, and lastly, we had two people who passed away. Uh, first of all, um, Carl Weathers of Rocky and the Mandalorian uh, fame has passed away at the age of 76. Um, even though he's 76, he's it was pretty sudden, I feel like. Um, right, yeah. And he was also more famously known for his Chubbs from Happy Gilmore. Chubbs from Happy Gilmore. Um, somebody did post the, the clip that made me want to cry a little bit with him waving with the alligator and with, with, with Ace Lincoln. And Abe Lincoln, and he's got his hand back. Got my hand so, back. Yeah. Yep. And I uh, forgot with that, with him as well. He uh, had a short stint with um, the Raiders as well, linebacker. Yeah, I watched the um, interview he did with about it, and um, how he he knew somebody on the Raiders, and said, "I want to play for the Raiders." Is what he said because that's what he wanted to do. Um, and it was before Al Davis owned the team as well, I believe. Um, pretty sure he knew Al Davis. Maybe I can't remember. It was a cool interview. Um, and then the other person who passed away, uh, which was not sudden, um, was Toby Keith. And it was actually shocking because, you know, I knew he had stomach cancer. Um, and I saw him, he performed live, I think at the CMT awards, um, into last year. And he just looked horrible. He did not, he looked so thin. He looked so bad. But then I saw an interview today of him on Bobby Bones last week, which Bobby Bones is a nationally syndicated country talk show. And he looked significantly better than what he looked um, at uh, the concert. But um, one thing I do know is he was wearing a scarf. And for those that don't know, as a lot of people wear scarves when they're going through chemo and whatnot, because you start getting sores and, um, like rash looking sores on your skin. So I don't know if that's what was going on. Um, but 18 months he had stomach cancer, which is surprising because stomach cancer is a very, very, very volatile, um, killed my wife's grandfather. Um, it's very aggressive and it, it does not, uh, relent. So, um, uh, RIP to him and uh, his family. Cause, uh, his wife, they married, Excuse me, I think 1989, I think it was the 1989-1984. They were together for a long time. And um, uh, I heard all the bars in Vegas were playing Toby Keith music as he was a big staple in Vegas. And he would actually go into a lot of places down there when he would be in the area. Um, last time I went to Vegas, I tried to do the Toby Keith challenge at Toby Keith's Bar and Grill. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Um, what is it? the beer. Um it's a big old sandwich. It's a big old burger. It's like, um, it's like a, it's like a two and a half pound burger or something, a bunch of fries. And it's like a 20 ounce beer. And I'm not going to lie. Like 
I got it, and I hate onions and tomatoes, and you have to eat that on it. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. Oh, so um, you can't tell them to, yeah, take the no, onions and tomatoes off? No. <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't make... But here's the thing. It, I think it was 40 bucks when we went. It was, it's, been a, it's been 10 years, I think, since we went. Nine years. Um, but the good part about it was, like, three of us ate off of it, and the beer alone was probably worth 15 bucks. So, in reality, you could get that. You're not supposed to. It's against the rules to tell other people do it. But if you try to do it and then other people eat it, they're not going to say nothing. And that's what it was. Is You know, it was it was worth it in the end. But uh, a lot of right. tributes I've seen, and um, I did share on my personal Facebook page my favorite song by him, which is um, I'll Never Smoke Weed with Willie Again, um, which they debuted on Bob and Tom a long time ago. Uh, great song. And, um, you know, RIP to uh, Toby Keith and to Carl Weathers. Right. No, exactly. And just uh, really quick, Al Davis did Orn the Raiders when uh, he, did? he was on it. Yeah. He did? Because he was on it in 1970 and Davis owned him from 66 to 2011. Okay. So, so I think, but I do think that he knew Davis before he owned it is what they were saying kind of thing. Yeah, he could. <laughs> yeah, he could have. Mm-hmm. So that's um, one of those things that with him being uh, an actor, you know, Predator, Rocky, all of those. It's like a whole way before all of that. He was <laughs> he played football. Uh, kind of like who's the other one that everyone forgets? Um, Bosworth. He started acting afterwards. Um, yeah, Bosworth did it. And um, the rock, the rock played for University of Miami. Oh, yeah, but he didn't um, play f- professionally, though doesn't true count. um oh what's well, his he face pro- he, he probably would have but he um got <laughs> hurt his ankle or whatnot um high tower from police academy yeah and then chunk from uh what's his not chunk i'm sorry sloth from uh the goonies was he played uh, football <laughs> yeah um oh what the heck is his name Uh, Matuzak, yeah, John Matuzak hmm. played for the Raiders as well. Oh, well, I guess a lot of them play for the Raiders, man. Jeez, <laughs> but uh, I mean, the other thing <laughs> is, is a lot of them when they played some characters, they were either like, well, you got OJ Simpson too, he was in a whole bunch of movies. Oh, true. Um, after that, uh, they either <laughs> like not necessarily play themselves, but didn't have any makeup on or whatnot, or they were almost like incognito. And it's like, Oh, oh wait. Oh yeah. That was him. So. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So, um, Bubba Smith is the one I was thinking of. He played Hightower. Um, uh, I didn't realize Terry Crews played for, um, the Rams. Yep. Um, let me see the one you mentioned, John Matuzak, OJ Simpson, mm-hmm. Joe Namath is on here, but you know, I don't count that one because he kind of, uh, I don't know. Oh, and they put on here because Dwayne Johnson played for the Calgary Stampeders. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, they have Howie Long on here too. I don't think he counts. What did he play in? What did he? 
Well, you could say then you could say Terry Bradshaw too, because he's in a series right now. They do have Terry Bradshaw on here, but I don't count him. Um, Namde Asamoah, you know Namde Asamoah. What is he in? Uh-huh. I have no clue. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize he's married to Kerry Washington. That's go. why. That's why he probably was in something with her. I bet you. Oh, wasn't he in like CSI or NCIS or one of? The, I think oh, it was one of those ones. We forgot our favorite one. Who? Lawrence Taylor. What was he in? Waterboy. Oh yeah. She steals well, he, his car. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then you could see like uh, Bill Romanowski. He was in Waterboy. I mean, uh, in uh, Longest Yard. Oh yeah. And it has Bill Romanowski on here too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Terrell Owens, I don't know about that. Um, I will well, say, and Mike, Michael Irvin, he was on Longest Yard as well. I will say my favorite would be. Um, uh, I wish it was. It would be acting is every Troy Polamalu commercial because he's amazing <laughs> with his hair. Yeah, I didn't realize. Um, uh, Mark Harmon played for the for UCLA football. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Huh. Well, then the other one, well, he was. Well, you could say I don't think he was in any any TV shows or whatnot. But um, oh, why can't I think? Ron Miller. Oh, and Jim, and, and Jim Brown. Oh yeah, Jim Brown. He was in Mars Attacks and a couple other ones. But yeah, he was, Ron in, a, Miller, he was then, in a he was in a bunch of westerns. Yeah, but he was he ran Disney. Well, he married Disney's daughter. See, I don't count um, people who played um, like themselves in TV shows. I don't I don't believe in that. Right, and you get a lot of that. Fred Dreyer. So he played the New York Giants and later joined the Rams in 1972. During his tenure with two teams, he made a record of 103 sacks. Wow. 14 years he did. And then he played. He was a top choice for Sam Malone. Wow. That's why I know him. He was in the series Hunter. That's why I know him. Okay. I digress. We're, that was the RIP for Carl with us because he was a former Raider. Um, we're going to the gaming pile. This is going to be a long one. We're going to blow through the next ones because we don't have much in the rest of the pile. So. Um, a new PlayStation 5 update has entered beta that brings audio enhancements to the DualSense microphone and speaker along with share screen interactions like pointers and emojis. Um, PlayStation 5 is trying to do a lot because... The current rumor is that Xbox is going to stop making consoles and focus on Game Pass across all platforms, which would be a huge moneymaker for them. Don't know if it's true or not, but they're pushing these updates. And the big one in our gaming pile is that Disney has announced... Well, I'm, so, I'm, I'm surprised but, they haven't had something like that already in the PS5. Well, the problem is, is that... Controllers. The problem is, is that they change the controllers every time they make a new a new system, right. and then they just don't. They just try to push something out, and then they end up making something better. It happens every time they do it. Yeah. 
But I bet you anything, they've probably got something in the the controller that they can update and do things like right, that. Right, exactly. Or, yeah, like you said, something that's in there and just uh, program it to to do it right. with right. existing whatever it is. So Yeah. Um, next, Disney has announced a new Fortnite partnership with Epic Games following a $1.5 billion investment, which gives them 10% of the company. Um, the biggest thing about it is, is they're basically people are trying to figure out, they're going to try and make a Lego world, basically version for Disney. It's going to have all the Disney characters and everything. Yeah. And with the, um, with the little teaser trailer that they put, especially at the end where it had a whole bunch of different realms, um, on it, it almost looked like a, uh. I guess yeah, like Disney Dreamlight Valley slash Fortnite um, <clears throat> on it, or you could, I mean, just like any map or, hey, you go to this area, it's, you know, snowy or cold. You go to this area, it's like a lake. You know, you go to this area, it's more forest. Right. This area is kind of desert um, on it. So it'll be interesting to see what they do, if it's going to be like a, Fortnite on you know type deal on it um and how they're going to do it and the other thing is is i mean disney's already been in for or the likeness has been in Fortnite with indiana jones star wars all of that marvel characters so mm-hmm. are they going to bring characters to it but with the map at the end seems like it's going to be more i hope it's just like you said not a whole bunch of hoopla in it and it becomes, like you said, oh, you could play Lego, Disney, Fortnite. It's like, oh, man, I wanted some something more um, on it because they made a big, big deal. Like you said, $1.5 billion. And Epic Games is worth $32 billion as of April 2022. So, I mean, it's a huge investment. And on the the call i guess Iger was talking with josh tomorrow and um we're saying hey kids are playing video or this gen x is playing video games we need to get into it so boom they drop that and might as well go to the big one that everyone plays call of duty yeah that comes out when a new game comes out it's popular or when a new war zone map comes out new season it's popular and after a month, everyone gets mad because of all the cheaters and whatnot. And all the big streamers go back to Fortnite. Fortnite's always a safety net has always been there. So Yeah, but you can't you Disney can't associate with that because they there's their audience is much younger and they're better off in Fortnite in general. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying is is Fortnite is is always there. People may leave, but Fortnite's go ahead. You do it all the time. Our numbers will go down, and then all of a sudden, everyone floods back. Or it takes one or two streamers or a, a group that always plays together to be like, you know what, I'm done, I'm over it. And they, where do they go to? They go right back to Fortnite. And then Fortnite goes, opens, you know, welcomes them with open arms, says, told you, we were always here. I, I knew yeah. what you wanted to do, nothing personal, but we're always here. Yeah. Um, so now we'll, we'll see what comes about from it well well when who knows a lot of people have been complaining saying hey um we don't know what's going on but um every time they 
buy a part of something and then they they don't follow through with it they ended up just shelving the game so we'll see what happens right well i mean i, I will say just really quickly we move on on it is that i'm glad that they are you know investing in the gaming and trying to get the younger generation granted yet yeah, gaming you could say you know plus or negatives about it but trying to to reach them and use their likeness in that um, outlet and not trying to do it themselves. Yeah, so we'll, we'll find out soon enough. Um, on to the theme park stuff with other theme parks. Universal Orlando Resort posts Epic Universe open casting call for actors, musicians, puppeteers, and more, which is expected. Um, we got the full details and options and pricing for Monster Makeover Experience now open at Universal Studios Florida. And then there was a complimentary 2024 Mardi Gras magnet available to Universal Orlando annual pass holders, which we talked about last week. They were doing the little um, downtown little, what do they call it, the Mardi Gras parade stuff there. Right. Um, Disney Parks Pilot uh, General, this is one was crazy is, uh, Shop Disney is changing its name back to just the Disney store. Yeah, because nobody is buying anything from Shop Disney. Yeah. So they got to go to the nostalgic route. Well, and I think no uh, more Disney stores. Yeah. Which they have a lot of stuff in Target now. So, I mean, well, yeah, because remember, surprised. that's where they're opening up. They were opening up those little tiny stores in it because uh, they had the exclusive there. So, yeah. But nothing to what it was before. Mm, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Haunted Mansion Beheaded Night Animatronic and Master Gracie Headstone is coming to Lowe's for Halloween 2024. I feel like they always add something cool every yep. year. And they're also getting a Haunted Mansion column with plaque and Miss Kitty tombstone decorations coming to Lowe's. It's crazy. They, they do yep. so much. It's insane. Um, and that be- the, yeah, that, that beheaded night one looks, looks really cool. cool. Um, new Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind Wishables arrive at Walt Disney World Disneyland Resort and Shop Disney. This is what I was talking about. When I was at Disneyland, they had all these wishables. They're basically little plushies that are a bit like the Wish Star. So, yeah. Um, Disney Parks makes $6.3 billion revenue domestically during quarter one, 2024. Uh, Bob Iger says all Disney parks profitable in quarter one and teases untapped stories just waiting to be brought to life, which he's probably talking about, um, uh, whatchamacallit, the new stuff they're going to be putting at Disneyland probably and expanding there. And 70% of the 60 billion Disney investment in parks and experiences going to increase capacity, which to me, that means just more security and, changing the way things are done so well um, yeah i mean you're going to see that at disneyland forward well and since that, I, that's since that's increasing I, capacity right there since i went last year to this year they already changed a little bit by they're doing security checks at the uh toy story lot and yeah. you could literally go in and walk straight in which is pretty awesome so yeah that's why they have it stanchioned off where you go straight yep. in and nobody could mix in with yep. them so i mean which is Nice that 70% of that is going into increased capacity because if you're going to increase the capacity, you're going to have to have 
more whether it be rides attractions entertainment there to you know to to get to get the capacity to increase you need Mm -hmm. people to come there hey we're gonna make this bigger but if we put nothing there then why is anybody gonna come so yeah which hopefully that means that with that disneyland forward i mean i'm gonna you know sorry disney world and the other parks that that kind of gets a little bit of a fast track i know they said it's over 30 years but hopefully fast tracks it a little bit sooner than that or get the majority of it done you know maybe or they might do this yeah they might do that thing where they 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 basically build something that's big enough to hold people and then add on to that kind of thing so yep yep um this one was actually awesome. We have one thing for our Disney Resorts Abroad, and there was rare snowfall that covered Tokyo Disney Resort, and they took full advantage by having, like, pieces like pieces of food. Like, people took, like, I think it was, like, a piece of bread that was, like, a Mickey head, and they took a picture of it in the snow, and it looks amazing. Like, they went to all the, all the type of hidden Mickey stuff and took pictures. It was brilliant. The yep. marketing behind it could not have been better. Yep. No, exactly. It was awesome. Um, now to Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World is testing new x-ray machines as security, which I'm surprised they haven't done that yet because um, we I went in and out more than anybody else in the family because uh, we forgot stuff both days, so I had to walk back by myself. It was a literally a seven-minute walk, so it wasn't that bad. But I would go in and out, and each time the people would be different about what they checked and what they didn't check, and, and how it they was, checked it, and how they checked it. Um, what I was surprised by was the fact that um, the wife brought her pumping bag, and you can check that in actually in the park. So when we brought it in, they just literally opened it up, and they're like, "What's in here?" And she goes, "Pump parts." Okay, and close it. Didn't look at it. Second time we come back in the second day because she came with me back to the hotel. We come back in. She just had a bag. And they're like, you need to open up all the pockets, everything. And they were very nice about it. So I will say it wasn't like one of those things where they were like rude. They were actually extremely nice and they were very friendly. And I was like, okay, yeah, like this is not, you know, you know, they're they're just people doing their job different. And I feel like if they do x-ray, no one's going to question anything. Because no, because all it is, if you get uh, an anomaly or something on it, they're going to pull you aside and then do the normal bag check. But if you don't have that, just keep feeding through. Also, did they put one of the gals was because did you bring the tactical baby gear bag? No, I did not. Oh, they get that's their training bag. So when I put mine up there, the girl's like, oh, awesome. A TBG. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, tactical baby gear. She's like, yeah, we get trained on these. So she's like, boom, boom, this zipper, this zipper. Oh, you got the one on the back? Yep. Oh, does this have the pad that comes off? Yep. She knew everything. I'm like, there you go. Have at it. She's like, oh, perfect. Thank you. That's awesome. She's like, she felt like pumped. Like, I know exactly what this is because this is what we get trained on. I'm like, good to know. Because it's probably the most elaborate one that has the most zippers and everything. Yep. So. Um, I will say, I will say that, you know, um, they were all very pleasant. There was no an- animosity. And, like, I forgot my wallet in my pocket one time. And they are like, oh, that's all it was. And I redid it real quick. It's very nice. It was also Great. not very big crowds. I will say they didn't ask me to take my hat off, though. 
even though I did every time, they didn't ask me to, which I thought was weird. Oh, uh, see, because you know I take mine off and put all my stuff inside. That's of what it. I do. But one time, I all I had was my wallet and my phone because I left everything else in the stroller when I uh, went to the hotel. Yeah. And I passed it through, and they didn't maybe take my hat off. So I was like, all right, <laughs> whatever. Um, Disney is test the waters at Tiano's Bayou Adventure in Magic Kingdom, which is a good sign because that usually means that they're probably six months, you know, close to being done with it because they do yep. tests, you know, not very close to, you know, they don't do it when they're not close. So Right, exactly. Um, Disney also announces a new Spaceship Earth wedding venue, Princess-inspired gowns and Cinderella coach. Man, they're just trying to make as much money as they can. Um, bioluminescent forest walkways in Pandora, the world of Avatar being repainted at Disney Animal Kingdom. That one right there, from what everyone's told me, it gets beat up the most because it's like one of the ones that runs well during the rain, too. So I know that people go and get in that line and it's probably all just tore up. So Right. Um, Man, this makes me feel old, even extra old. I feel like we've mentioned this so many times every year. It makes me feel older every time we do it. But the Mickey grad cap, ear hat, and headband, Pandora Charm celebrate the class of 2024 at Walt Disney World. Um, yay. Um, Disney is holding auditions for Ariel and Prince Eric for the new Little Mermaid show coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, the former... Galactic Star Cruiser Gate becomes Star Wars Galaxy's Edge private show photo shoot check-in at Disney's Hollywood Studios. This was where um, uh, they basically were hanging up those ribbons and stuff. So yep. yeah. they're trying to capitalize on it now again. Um, Anthony Daniels filmed C-3PO scene for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser before it closed. We hope we get to see that soon. Um, this is amazing. So a full list with prices of Ashley Eckstein's I Am No Jedi Ahsoka fashion collection at Walt Disney World. It, it looks amazing. It's men and women. Um, she also did a cruise line type collection, which is with the modern Mickey and Minnie. But um, I watched her video and she was super emotional because they dropped it on Ahsoka Day in the park. So she went there on at, at, in Epcot because she was in Disneyland for Ahsoka Day for something. And then she went back for Megacon. And then she went to the parks after Megacon and it was there. And she's like, you know, who would have thought that I would have been, you know, able to do this. It's like a dream come true. And you do not. It's a very big thing. Her it's it's the Ahsoka Tano collection by Ashley Eckstein. So her name is on the tag. And Disney does not let many people do that. And they know because she has the her universe, which is her stuff. And now they have this. So, um, yeah. Yeah, like I said, all it's you know it's a little tag at the bottom of of everything designed for Star Wars by Ashley Eckstein. So that's and pretty cool. The craziest part is is that you know people don't realize like the best part about them doing this is that she can legitimately um, like use all the colors and do everything, and there's literally nothing that anyone can do about it because they can't copyright the colors. She has the streaks of color in her hair at all times almost. So, right. And she was super, super, super excited about this. Um, I'm trying to see if they have it under her name on here. Yep. The second time t-shirt for women by Ashley Eckstein. 
that's amazing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, every, everything has it. And the nice thing is, is it's normal Disney pricing on it. It's not, you know, oh, Disney pricing plus a little bit more because it's even more so um, with with her collection and on everything. Not only does it have that um, little logo on it, but it looks like on most of the stuff that I'm seeing, it has the Ahsoka emblem and it says I am no Jedi somewhere yes. on it. Yes, because it is the I am no Jedi collection. Um, and actually what's really cool, I'm looking at it and the tags, it has like, is designed for it has an actual thing I'll, show, I'll send it to you it says it in english spanish and it looks like french um that basically she was the voice of ahsoka and it tells you about the she's like it's uh, like her she was once a disney cast member like it has like her whole story inside of it and then it actually comes with oh it circles i am no jedi on the bottom so oh, is that the ta- is that the tag on it yes oh that's yep. got her it has like her story in it about what she, bio. a little brief bio about she's born in Orlando. You can only buy two things right now on it. And the shirt is says, I am no Jedi circled on it. And it's actually the script from the um, one of the episodes when she was talking um, to Darth Vader. Oh, on that white shirt. Yep. On the yep. button up. Yep. It's really cool. I like it. And even the Star Wars lettering on the collar and the inside, it's actually is um, it's uh, done with her coloring behind it. So it's pretty cool. So congrats to her. I'm super happy. And as I always said, I can't believe she's married to David, David Eckstein. Guest jumps from Tom Sawyer Island Raft refuses to swim ashore at Magic Kingdom. Why? Just Why? It's funny the the picture that I saw is they're telling him to come ashore and he's just just chilling there. Such an idiot! It's it's so so stupid. Um, and a guest climbs from People Mover People Mover at Magic Kingdom by herself. Yep, I guess it broke down and she uh, self evacuated herself. <sighs> I don't understand people, man. At Which all. on that ride, um. Well, it happened at Disneyland when they had the people mover. A guy lost his leg uh, because he was jumping from tram to tram or, you know, they're hooked. Oh, yes, yes. Three or whatnot. And his leg got caught underneath it. And he no longer has that leg. Well, congrats to him. So, Uh, yeah, not good. Uh, on a Disneyland Resort, we have the full guide to the 2024 Lunar New Year Festival at Disneyland California Adventure. It is amazing. The food is bomb. Everything's great. If you've ever wanted to do a food event at Disney yep. and you don't want to go because the Food and Wine Festival is longer, um, but it can get packed. You have to double check certain days because when Tim and I went, Kurt Russell was there for a symposium and it's like, it's impossible to get into that because it was expensive. We looked up, I think it was worth $300 a ticket, I think. But you also uh, got to think for trying yeah. to meet him there, too. So um, this is a good way to experience a food festival that also has um, some fun parade stuff. They do have the Chinese New Year Parade in California Adventure. Um, and there is a dessert there. I can't remember the name of it, but it's amazing. Um, right. And and this one, like everyone's, like you said, everyone goes for this is like the foodie um 
festival with it being Lunar New Year, obviously a lot of Asian-inspired food, so you get a lot of different, um, you know, spices and whatnot that go into it. And they say even though it's um, not necessarily mass-made but prepped pretty quickly, it still is very, very good, and people will plan their trip just to go to this Lunar New Year because yep. – the food is is outstanding. We didn't even think about that. You know, we, we were we were just wanting. I was wanting to go to Galaxy's Edge. That's all I was there for. And then we were like, oh, you know what? And you go, you know what? Let's go buy a pass. We'll just try it out. And um, the cool part is, is like, let's say for instance, um, I like this one spicy chicken dish a lot. I loved it. So I tried, it and I think you, I think you get uh, ten. You get ten vouchers. I think it is or eight. I think it's maybe eight. And I tried like four different things and I just loved it so much. Guess what? I had two of the one. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. So uh, make sure you go there. Um, Magic Happens Parade returns to Disneyland Park with small updates, dancers costuming and floats. You know, normal thing that happens. Um, seasonal Mickey-shaped grape beignets offer nostalgic flavor at Disneyland Resort. Um, I did have some beignets downtown. Um, very quick to get them out. Um, but my mom was like, why don't you bring me one back? And I'm like, just go to Huckleberry's and get a beignet. It's not going to keep all the way home. It's going to be disgusting. And sure enough, the wife kept one on, um, cause she got one extra one. No one wanted it. And they are big. Yeah. The next morning it was bad. And we got it at like eight o'clock at night the night before. Yeah. You would have to like microwave it, but microwave it just the perfect amount of time. Yeah. And I, I don't have time for that. Um, <laughs> And lastly, Disneyland Resort theme park closed early due to weather. It closed at 8 p.m. Um, I do know this might have to do with Toontown because I saw the last time they had heavy rain, it flooded in the entrance of Toontown. And they reopened Toontown now at night because of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So it is closed, I think, from 9 p.m. until, I want to say, 10 or 10, yeah. 15 so a lot of people do try to go to that area and the rain was just horrific. Um, and Knott's Berry farm did not open universal did not open and six flags magic mountain did not open. So right. you don't, you, you're, you're the only park open. Cool. But I don't think you want to be the one that's like, Oh yeah, we're going to stay open and who cares what happens, you know? Right. Uh, and I mean, and they got like multiple inches of rain that day. Cause this was, um, Monday, February 5th on when yep. it, when they closed early and everyone that was there, of course, there's nobody in the park because it literally rained all day. And I think some parts maybe closer to San Diego got like four inches of rain in 24 hours. So it was, it, it was crazy. I saw people, um, a blogger was in there and I saw people wearing like rubber boots, like muck boots, Portuguese bilker boots walking yep. through there and like uh -huh. walking through puddles that were like would be up to their ankles yeah it was um it was pretty shocking because we went when we went it rained the one day um but it wasn't crazy like it right it, it wasn't bad and um but i was like oh man this is this is not good yeah yeah, yeah. no exactly it was not good um but that is all we have for you this week. We want to thank everyone who comes through and listens. Thank you 
for everything that you guys have done for us is greatly appreciated. It's a long one, so bear with us. For the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time.